Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Inside information on your teams honest opinion and the biggest names in sports it's time las vegas for the playmakers my god it's here dasco my destiny it has arrived or maybe i've arrived to it because i think destiny is something you have to take action to meet fate is something that happens to you and so is this fate that we meet again no, it's destiny because we're, we're that's I'm, I was setting that premise that we are actively meeting our destiny. This isn't just happening uh, because Dasco, while we do enjoy your presence at all times of the day, we have to arrange that for you to be here with us way before you know showtime. Right. When did Marcus send out a text to you saying, Dasco, do you have a, a time for a whole week to come hang out with Linz on the Playmakers? Like three weeks ago or yeah. f- maybe a month ago. And then yeah. I just and then I started to negotiate, you know. Oh, for did things. you? What did you lead with? Well, I strong hand. No, I just said I'd like to have my own seat in the studio for okay. once. You know, I don't want to stand up. And or, we yeah. we gave you the seat. Was uh, we we forgot to make it part of the bargain on our side that you had to bring headphones into the studio when you arrived? Oh, for said you're going to go there. I mean, we let's, might as well. You said it's a whole new us, whole new let era of the playmakers, <laughs> and whole new Lindsey Brown. And I'm not here to pull punches Lindsay, anymore. I like that. No filter. The filter's. Gone I mean, we for need some filter because otherwise we won't be allowed to talk on the radio anymore because there's certain okay. words we cannot okay. say. But the the thinnest of filters the thinnest of filters what is up with the golf hat what do you mean what's up with the golf hat I, it's called fashion look it up dasco i know you forgot your accessory pouch that no, is no, probably no. where your headphones would have no, been if you but what did i it. what did i bring to the table you did today? bring a scarf for a lexus commercial because that scarf, scarf definitely has never been worn before never no except for today and i said i guarantee you, you tell, i didn't even look at it you it's don't crisp. even know how to tie it it's it was really literally uh, well, we never wear Jack a scarf we, we live in las vegas but no, I this is a you problem dasco I hate this weather. I hate this weather. What, mild? Like, I did not sign up for this weather. Gray okay. mild? Okay, Miss Minnesota. You're not going to even get that deep of a cough if you inhale that deeply. I'll tell you what. I, what did I say to you, though? I didn't I, I didn't even look at this scarf, and what did I say? I don't remember. Yes, you do. No, I, I don't. said there has to be a logo on here somewhere because I only that, wear that's right, you free did. stuff. So what's the logo? No, that's I don't featured? want to give. No, we're no no free pub. All right. I just figured if you mentioned on the air that usually you finish off the joke. But I'm There's new no to joke. this radio thing. There's no joke. I'm new to yeah. this. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, and you even said you've never worn a winter beanie hat. I've in never this worn town. it in this city. Now yep. on ski trips, mm-hmm. uh, no. On lodge trips, yep. lodge trips. And okay? I countered with it's a little bit different to experience the winter ski, wonderland when and you're. I tried snowboarding. You know, in a life experience versus getting out of your Lexus. I got to tell you, my poor girlfriend at the time, I tried to snowboard. Yeah. And I wiped her out. What happened? And that was Is that, that why you broke up? 
Nah. No, it was a laundry was list. Nice. Usually, those was conversations have a list. It was on the list. Yeah. yeah. When she said, "You know, we're done," amongst the things that she broke up with me for is because you know I just couldn't handle the slopes. I'm sorry about your lover. Said, I'm going back to the lodge. I didn't care. So is that why you stopped wearing scarves and a hat? But I Did never you ever process the trauma I've of never that breakup. Worn, I've never because wor- you clearly are fine. <laughs> Clearly hasn't affected you or impacted you in any way, nah, shape, or form. not at all. No, None. no, no, not at all. But Mm-mm. I did. Like I don't know what's up. My ears, as I get as I get older, yep, they're just cold. Like why is that? They never stop growing your ears. Fact. Same well, with at your least nose. they're not. At least I don't have the car door ears like some people. Well, I'm let's lucky not make about fun that. of how people look. No, no, no. They just their ears. It. Just their ears. Just that specific body the part. If they're car door ears, then they probably get colder. They probably get colder. They've got. You know, you put your ears under it's the scientifically... hat, right? You don't like show up. You don't have headphones with you. We had to provide them for you, but you're familiar. It's scientifically, you don't proven. wear them like this. Like this Is doesn't it... do a whole lot for I me can in hear this you. show. Which I'm sure everyone can, but now I'm uncomfortable, and now I'm in well, a conversation. Don't point understand where what that the swear means words like could this. just fly out. These are my safety goggles, or. Safety headphones in a way. This this lets me know that I'm in the show. And as you get older, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep this in mind. It's going to happen to you someday. No, I'm the only one that's the the aging thing not happening. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so. I've taken the other I option. can hear better out of my right ear than my left. Sure. And thus, thus. Thus. The right, <laughs> thus. The right, the right ear mm-hmm. is much warmer than the left. Probably has something to do with circulation. Well, because it's cupped now. Yeah. It, it's cupped. It's got, you yep. know. Well, and ears in general. Like it's covered it's, now. It's harder to heal because the cartilage doesn't get a ton of circulation in general, but just in, depends on what you're asking your blood to do. Okay. Because I've gotten talk- frostbite on my ears before, like, skating around outside of Minnesota, which I'm shocked that more players didn't suffer from the other day in the Winter Classic, which has happened since we've talked last. This is the Playmaker Show. Before I get let you get to your next point, let me set it up since we are five minutes into this entire new era of the Playmakers. Dasco, you're here with me all week. I'm Lindsey Brown. I've been here. I will be continue to be here. And uh, we're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks and seeing what happens and seeing what's fun, what's weird, and uh, what what brings us all together, which usually is the world of sports, but there's a whole lot of other stuff that is thrown into it in a, in a whole other world. And so uh, we're happy to continue to do what we do for you in the year 2022, and I didn't even mean to try to make that rhyme. And so, uh, Dasko, I'll let you finish your point, and then we'll get into uh, our not our down here. Our resolutions. Our res- I don't really no, do don't New do Year's any, resolutions. No, no. I'm not going there. No, no, I was just being corny. I was okay. being corny. Well, that's, that's a perfect no, segue because say... that's what the can of, right? Oh, can uh, of corn. the can because instead of the checkdown, we're calling it like the can opener or something like that. A can, can of corn, corn, a can of worms, a can of whoop ass. Only Bobby Boucher knows, and we got to figure things out. And there's only so many big time stories that we can cover on this show to really give an in depth uh, conversation piece. And I think we we need to start that today first and foremost with the hiring and the press conference of Becky Hammond, who has been hired as the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces. That was announced this past Friday that she was being hired away from the uh, the coaching tree of Greg Popovich in San Antonio. She's been working for the Spurs for a number of years, but she did her, her press conference today and is being introduced as 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 their new era and their new uh, uh, top dog. And I, I couldn't be more excited about it for that team for this town uh and and when that announcement came down on friday i'm just like what a home run move especially for a team in the aces that has been right there has been right there from the promised land like this is a type of move this is a type of coach that takes you to the promised land asco you needed new energy right you know bill ambeer just couldn't get it done couldn't get over the. he's a great coach great dude love the guy had him on the show before yes 
He's a great dude. That he's was a, a trip. freaking legend. He's so much fun, right? Mm-hmm. And he's great, and he was good for the city. But this team needs to enter a new era as well. Yes. And they need to get over that proverbial hump. Now, with Becky Hammond, what do they get? And I'll tell you, I told you she's got, Lindsay, a certain type of charisma Mm -hmm. that I've not seen in very many people. And NBA Summer League, I wanted to see how she coached. I I did. When she was coaching the San Antonio Spurs Mm -hmm. and she led them to the championship here in the NBA Summer League, I just wanted to watch her. I watched her the first game. And I was like, holy smokes. Like, literally, right. she had those players. She knew what she was palm, talking about. In the, palm of her, in, in the palm of her hand. Yeah. And she did. Right. And what I liked most about her was she was direct with them. Mm-hmm. She really got in their faces when she needed to. Mm-hmm. And then they the listened to her. people skills at an all-time 10. And, mm-hmm. and there was so much enthusiasm on that bench as a result of what she was doing. She's got charisma. Plus, mm-hmm. plus... She made in-game adjustments like you don't see. Right. Okay? Don't tell me she can't coach on the NBA level. Who That's cares? Garbage. She's not even – we're not even talking about saying, the NBA right now. Well, she'll, she's, she's signing a five-year deal here. Mm-hmm. She'll win two championships. And mark my word, right now, mm-hmm. right here. All right, Bill And then Foley. she'll go. It's a lot and of then pressure to gonna, put on William Carlson I'm over there. I'm not saying cup and one and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Basically the same quote. Okay. She'll win two championships. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It's like she thing. has you sold. I am I'm hook right, line and sinker. She has you sold. Two Turn championships, off your mic. Yep. and then she will go. Mm-hmm. She will go mm-hmm. to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Turn off your mic, and if you, we know you're sold, but the listeners, they might not be. So here's an answer from Becky Hammond, just in case you need a little bit more incentivization to jump on this train. This is a step forward. Being the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces is a step forward and a step in the right direction for myself, for women's basketball, and I think I cannot emphasize the importance of this opportunity that I have and that I think this is more advantageous for growth. And there, there's something to being a head coach. You know, I, I sat in a lot of um, head coaching interviews and, you know, I don't think there's any one, two things that people always said, you know, you've only been in San Antonio and you've never been a head coach. Well, I can tell you right now, Mark Davis met me, Nikki met me and said, that's a head coach right now. That's a head coach right now. We're going after her. She's the person. So that's why they got me. She's ready. She has been ready. And she's ready to coach at the NBA level. But ultimately, ultimately, Dasko, we live in a society that looks at women in comparison with men as second-class citizens. That is a fact. We value, value them differently. We treat them differently. We pay them differently. Because if we everything were equal and we were already going above and beyond for each other, we'd, we'd be there, right? But we're not there. And that answer uh, among many that she gave in that in that press conference that included uh, members of the, of the front office with the Aces is obviously a very big hire and a homecoming for her because she spent the the majority of her professional basketball career as a player with this organization, which Once was previous in, always an in San Antonio. But P- society will tell her the echoes that tell a lot of women in powerful positions, especially in the sports industry, that first of all you don't belong here, and second of all. You have you're not qualified enough, even though you're probably the most qualified person in the room. And her point to go out and say that when she was in those those head coaching interviews over the last couple of years in the NBA, and it comes back to well, you've only been in San Antonio and you've and you've never had a head coach. Fine, fine, you're right. Technically, both of those are true. And with this move, she takes care of both. And I 
guessing while we haven't learned the, the numerical value of that contract, which we will, which we should, because this is the whole point of, of taking the above and beyond approach to pay women in sports and pay women in power positions, because you have to show that you are going above and beyond and valuing them the way that they should be, which is not based on the profit that they are generating actively, but in uh, what you think their future investment is going to bring to you. Like, sh- that's going to be kind of that that early constant narrative that she's going to have to fight in terms of legitimizing herself to this team, legitimizing this league to her brand, and eventually hopefully taking the experience that she has here along with those dollars and jumping to an NBA team because that's ultimately what I hope is included in that contract is a get out of whatever this uh, deal is the second that this happens because she's been the name that we've tapped to become the first one. It might not be her. And it has ju- to be and her. It doesn't have to For be For all Dasko. the work that she's put into this, yeah, it has to be Becky Hammond. It, it has to it, be. It would be very nice. It would be very nice if it is Becky Hammond, and she doesn't make this move. Like she said, this is a more advantageous position because she gets to make her own destiny. She's the person. She's not answering to anyone. She's completely given a sandbox. She's given the keys, kind of like what I've gotten here uh, with the playmakers going forward. And so – when people don't know what you are, you have to show them. And so this is an opportunity for her to show all of us, whether you watch the NBA, the WNBA, the NHL, the PHF, if you saw the uh, announcement of the U.S. Olympic women's team, uh, the hockey team, we're going to get later into that sh- uh, in this show as well. All of this is very important in terms of the progress towards that equality. And that's why I'm, I'm kind of backing you down on the, well, it might not be Becky Hammond, that might be okay. Because ultimately, all of us here that, are trying to fight the good fight in the places that haven't been fought for in this sphere. Okay, I want to be You're trying to advance her. the progress. I want it I to be too. her. I, I I'm do rooting too. for her. I like, do too. I, I'm telling you, Lindsay, when I watched her coach, mm-hmm. I just was like, I was just, I, I, I couldn't, I can't describe the feeling yep. of just watching her, mesmerized maybe, mm-hmm. and just watching the way that she handled her business, the way she coached the players, the way the, co- the the players, which are difficult to, yes. to coach in today's world. Yes. It's just, hard to manage people. My goodness. Have you, have you spent listen, any time with your family as of late, maybe over the holidays? To every single word she said mm-hmm. and the message got through. And, like, and that's and, layers of respect. And it's that's layers just respect. Of, Absolutely. That you know what you're doing, that I trust what you're saying, that I trust your imagination in this moment. Like all of these things that should automatically be just given, that are given to a lot of people in our society aren't usually extended to the Becky Hammonds of the world right away, right? We have to prove it. We have to check all the boxes and then go to the nth degree. And so I think she got sick of waiting around and she got sick of, of waiting for fate to come meet her and for her to be given a, an NBA job. And it's not like it's a gift or anything, but there's just, if these are what the answers are being given back to you and these are the two things that they keep circling to, you've never, you've never coached or at, at the head coaching position and you've only been here. Well, then I'm going to take care of both. Well, she Say kinda, no to me now. She kind of no. slipped a little bit. She slipped mm-hmm. a little bit in the presser today by saying, I don't know when that opportunity is going to happen to coach in the NBA. And she's not focused on it. She's focused she's on this focused this, on this job, team. of course. Mm-hmm. And she will be very successful here. She's got all the tools. Yep. They have a new training facility. They're going Can't worry to about the rebound players. shot before you make the first save, Dasko. Is Asia Wilson really? I, I tried to look it up over the weekend. Is mm-hmm. she really making only fifty thousand dollars a year exactly. as a league MVP? Exactly, Dasko. What in the world? And that's, that's her rookie where contract. And I know yep. she's getting endorsements, but for crying out loud, yep. empty the bank for her. Of all the she's people, she's the star player. And so if she's making that, what's everybody else making? What's third okay. third off the bench person making? What's water person making? That's just showing you. What like, is, do you think they got the top video people much, for digital? Do you okay. think they got the top equipment managers? Much, I'm sure. They're working hard, but let's be honest. How much would be sufficient, Lindsey Brown, 
uh, to more or less monetize the progress. It's not a number. Becky it's Hammond. a word. No, no, no. Tell me how much you would value her worth as the head coach of the Aces to be, because they didn't announce how much he's going to make. They, uh, they should. How because much? I, how much I, is how much would be sufficient? In, like in your mind, I'm just curious. Three mil a season. Three million. Why not? Wow. Why not? I was going to say a million. I don't know. A, a million Desco, would you're be asking a me land. to do math actively, no, they, which mean, is not going to work for me. A, just a but I go above and deal. beyond. This like, is this is the Don Staley deal. This is the Don Staley deal where she signed a big time contract with the University of, of South Carolina. She's brought a lot of success to that program. Head coach of Team USA going forward. They made an investment in her as a program to make her the highest paid coach, women's coach in that side. And when you put those dollar amounts, you associate them with with names like Don's, with the third string person off the bench, with the video coordinators, all this. Because, like you just said, the league MVP makes 50K. A rookie deal, which is garbage. 50K for league MVP of a professional. No wonder they got to play in Russia and Europe and China (laughs) and everywhere else. That's why. She's lucky that she has endorsements. Or she would be. And so this is where... This is what post um, modern feminism is really. What, what the next step is because it's not. It's always argued. Well, they don't make any money. They don't generate enough profit. Uh, where's the investment into the growth initially? We can't even hire people to just make sure that everybody's being healthy and safe and all these like, like all these little corners that are cut that we don't even hear about or know about. It, it just it's at every single um, corner in a team in this league, be well, that in the WNBA, in the PHF, and everything. And so coming. that's why these it's investments coming. in the it's coming coaches, in the it's from the top It's coming down. because of Mark Davis and his investment. Yep, it's coming because they, he, he's pretty much stole Nikki Fargus yep. from LSU, yep. and she was making, what, about $5 million a year. Right. So, yeah, he's maybe finding is, the right people, it, putting them in the, the position right people, to find the better people Nikki below Fargus them. Nikki Fargus understands the value of what a Becky Hammond will bring to this yep. franchise. More fans in the stands. The sky's the limit. More fans. The sky's the, the limit, Dasko. She's the only number that is hanging from the rafters yep. there at uh, the, the arena, whatever they're calling it today, at Mandalay Bay. And Dasko, all it's this Michelob stuff is Ultra. true. All of this has been amazing from, the, from, from Mark Davis and, and just the organization. And with all this happening today, taking a huge step, the ultimate irony that is women's sports in comparison to men's sports, women's to men. Uh, at that very press conference, we had a breaking news story come across our Doppler here involving your Las Vegas Raiders. Nate Hobbs arrested last night, passed out in his car, DUI, leaving uh, a parking garage. And so that's breaking as this press conference is happening. And I don't think we need to have a rocket science degree to figure out who's probably going to get more coverage between the two national, right? There's no doubt. There's, There's no, no doubt. doubt. And that's ultimately the illustration. The that's why you need the big names. That's why you need the big dollar amounts. Yeah. That's why you need to make sure you're making statements in this league. Because even when they're doing the wrong things, they always get the louder voice. They get well, the louder megaphones. It was on exactly. It was broken by TMZ exactly. today. You think TMZ's covering that press conference? So no, they're not. Because they don't morning. care. So you make them care, Dasko. I mean, imagine getting drunk, like going to it. Who pays to go? Why would you even go to Tory Lanez? Like uh, that show at Dre's last night. Why would you go to that show? I mean, Rick Ross was there Let's a couple of nights ago. Let's not minimize what the okay. ultimate thing In is In any here. event, he falls asleep and the exit yep. ramp at the Cromwell, yes. leaving the hotel, leaving yes. the, the, the parking garage. Dra- he dra- These guys have Dasko. so much at their fingertips where they don't need to drive anywhere. Dasko. 
We're going to get into this later. We have so much to unpack, and there's really not that much to unpack because it doesn't take a whole lot of thinking to know that you shouldn't drink and drive, especially based off of what's happened on this team, what's just happened with common sense and everything else, and we're going to get into it later because first and foremost, what matters in this town today is that Becky Hammond is the head coach of Las Vegas Aces. We could not be more happy to have her, and I hope she makes every damn dollar more than that $3 million uh, price tag that I gave her because it's not enough. That's me short-selling her. Short-selling her at $3 million. Yes. That would be, like, legendary if she gets well, she gets It, it won't be more than that, but ultimately— If, if she makes 1.5 in this league, I say take it, and that just kind of starts to We're about closing the gap, break. Dasko, closing it, the gap. That closes the gap, and it starts to break That's the bank. That's one gap. That's one every person's other gap. every team now— that's going to be the benchmark. Yeah, exactly. And so we can only uh, aspire to be what we see in front of us. And so thank goodness that that Mark Davis has taken it upon himself to, to do the right thing with this organization, this particular organization, by putting the right leaders in place to make these decisions. And I hope he's able to copy and paste because the the silver and black, there could not be a bigger feel, need for feel it. feel so bad and for we'll that guy. And we'll get into it on the— for Mark Davis. Shush, I need to go to break. We're four minutes late. Sorry to ask. We'll be back. This is the Playmakers on the Bet 1140. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome you. 
you found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. What do I have to say to the kids? Lindsey Brown and Tony Cordasco hanging with you guys here until 5. And it's a whole new ball game here, Dasco. Everything's new. What do you mean by that? Well, we just kind of figure it out as we go. And we're going to be talking, at least in this segment, about quarterback leadership. It's a present theme that we uh, have here on the show and always kind of have. But now that we know a lot more about the playoff scenarios, now that some people's destinies or fates have met them, just to kind of have an open talk about where you're at with the Baker Mayfields of the world, with the Cleveland Browns who are going to miss the playoffs after making it last year. There's a lot of chatter about potentially moving on with him. I haven't agreed with any of that chatter. Adrian, you're a Browns fan yourself, my dude. I mean, I, it, it drives me nuts how little, cre- little credit he's given because of how emotional a leader he is. And the fact that they miss the playoffs, that they're losing games, I'm like, the guy's playing with a broken wing, Dasco. But his leadership is definitely different uh, than the stylings that we see from, say, Tom Brady, as he came out today and yesterday uh, in support of his now former teammate Antonio Brown, who had uh, a little bit of a spectacle. Is it the third quarter of the Tampa Bay uh, Jets game yesterday where he basically quit mid-game, took off his shoulder pads, walked off, and released a rap single after the fact? He's since been released, obviously, but um, lots of jokes were flying around and ultimately – Behavior like that's very uh, scary for someone like me. And I think Tom's message was one of compassion, one of of hoping that he finds the help and how much that they support him. Uh, unfortunately, it just won't be as a current teammate. Like, where where are you at in terms of that leadership with Baker? Do you Are you invested in him as, a, as the future starting Browns quarterback? And how do you feel Tom has, has handled the Antonio situation? And should we be looking to Tom? to handle this or to speak on this? Well, I mean, okay, let's first talk about uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Brian Greasy came out, and I don't know if he should be evaluating quarterbacks. I don't remember him as, like, you know, winning the league MVP in any event. But he just said he's been indecisive about uh, Mayfield, and he said he looks uncomfortable, uh, you know, in the pocket. and so Because he has a broken collarbone. Right. I'd be pretty uncomfortable playing it's NFL mostly his, football. Uh, it's mostly too. his off-the-field antics, I think, that are wearing thin on the fans. You know, and just, you know, where he blasts the fans before. Um, that's something that you should never do. Um, Odell Beckham and him, obviously. Who knows the truth about that whole situation as you sift through that. Uh, and And I just think that the Browns fans – that becomes amplified if you're not winning, right? If you're not making it Why, into the Why though? They they haven't had they, the they just started shaking hands with winning football and we're so quick to just say, "You know what? I want the I want the large Excel spreadsheet of right. the different names of the quarterbacks." Adrian, tell me what you're thinking about about Baker Mayfield. I mean, listen, I, I love Baker and I love this attitude when he got here, but there's there's just there has to be a point where you look at this roster. That's a Super Bowl contending roster. And Baker's been hurt, but that mm-hmm. doesn't excuse after every loss, his wife going on social media, uh, like Tony just said. There seems to be a lot of antics. Oh, it's her fault. No, it's, it's not her fault, but that's not the only thing. And this is the first situation with OBJ where there was a split locker room where you could see on social media that some people really, really loved OBJ. Was you he know, the biggest guy to rally for him to come in there? Because I'm pretty sure it was his best friend Jarvis Landry to do that, who's the it other was, wide receiver. And that was trust. But I'm saying, when you look back to Baker's rookie season with Hugh Jackson, 
When Hugh Jackson was fired and he went with the Bengals and the Browns went to Cincinnati and beat him, the whole team disliked Hugh. They didn't like him. It mm-hmm. was an interception that gave him the ball on the sidelines, and that was rallying around Baker. Mm-hmm. You fast forward to this year, and that's the polar opposite. And even now there's some reports now that the Browns can't make the playoffs where even Baker's like, hey, I don't know if I want to come back. And it's a hard situation because, yes, he was hurt. Every bone in his body was hurt this mm-hmm. season. But You guys trust Kevin Stefanski that much, huh? Yes. He's I shown mean, you that much. I mean, not only him, but I think Andrew Barry. Look at the well, way they made this roster. This defense? If he's so good, then why isn't Case Keenum playing then? That's another thing. that he was Case Keenum was if, just if here. If Baker's ready to be moved on from him, we've truly chosen sides, and Stefanski's the right guy, and this is where we're supposed to be. Why didn't he put Case out there? Why are we running that's, out there with Baker Mayfield with, with Woody's arm from Toy Story 2 before it gets sewed back up? Like, that's seriously. the $6.5 million this dollar math question. doesn't add up otherwise because you're either the, the, you either give your team the best chance to win or you don't. That's and, true. And, and it's Stefanski's choice to put him in that game, right? He could have gone at any point to Case Keenum even, uh, before he went to that COVID protocol. And so if Baker's not playing well enough to, to warrant that, why else would he, would he be in there? Because of his leadership. Or he's the first pick in the draft. And you kind well, of there's yeah, that you too, to but guess who picked him there? Guess who picked him there? And he wasn't slotted to be you picked in that to spot. Him. Yeah, but he the, did. Well, again, you, you know. That's I'm your, shocked that's how your breadwinner you are on this. I well, can't. No, yeah, I can't. I do, believe that. Oh, did you expect him to be uh, positive? Because he's just saying what's happened there. I just expected, considering where the Browns were two years ago, that you okay, get Sheldon Richardson this year. Outside of his like, arm, we're it. Adrian, we're supposed to be contending. Arm, is he indecisive? Is he an indecisive quarterback? This year, he you was. You almost beat the Chiefs last year, and all of a sudden, you're world beaters. No, no, you guys no, are hold, truly Minnesota. Wait a minute, but hold on a second. That still doesn't take away that the roster that was composed this year was a Super Bowl contending roster. When healthy, which they never were. That's fine, but at some point, the entire league, the Ravens weren't healthy this year, plus COVID. Exactly. It's a weird world we're living in. Let's move on from Lamar, shall we? They're they're on the outside looking in right now. We don't need them. And they're competing without Lamar even. The one thing I do want to say is, even if it's like, hey, get rid of Baker, and we don't want to trust him, we don't want to take a chance when he's fully healthy next season, are the options. Maybe Russell Wilson's going to be traded. He's Mary not Aaron going Rogers. to Cleveland. Yeah, no, but that I mean, they you could you can say that. Why wouldn't he? Look at why the wouldn't roster. he? Yeah, and he also, wants to, he wants out. They, they've got an offensive line. Oh the Browns God. have a lot of draft picks. They have over thirty million dollars in the cap next year. The cap's going to get bigger because of COVID. You know, and there's about four minimum. other teams that I go but outside, start before I go to Cleveland. And if I I'm hear Russell you, Wilson. but my bigger point is that outside of Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, those are the two big you know the fancy things everybody wants. Everyone else is bottom tier. And so you're willing to play chicken and be out left in the cold potentially with no one. No, I think they should pick up the option. I don't think there's going to be a better option next year. Exactly. So you pick up the option, but this going into this year, everyone was like, well, why didn't they extend them? Why didn't he get something similar to Josh Allen? Why didn't he get that extension? Why are they waiting for this fifth year to pick up the option? And I think this is one of the reasons why. He's had two prove-it years in his rookie deal. I don't know very many people that are hold to, held to the same standard. But like I you just, said, he's a number one overall pick, and he's a quarterback. But again, I, I just – you have something good, Cleveland. Why are you looking for greener pastures already? Is it because of him, though? He's the – that's the ultimate question with why, am I, why is my team bad or good? Is it because of the quarterback? Is it because of everything else? But we all go to the easiest pieces to remove, and that's either the head coach or the quarterback position. I just – 
I'm not ready to move on from either people. I think they're both operating the same way I would expect them to because it's only a second year of Stefanski's thing. Like, Baker Mayfield had to do a, a year with Freddie Kitchens. Like, we talk all the time about Detroit and have, having to undo all the damage with Matt Patricia. How do you think it was going in when Freddie Kitchens was in there? It's the same type of thing. And so it's just like I, I don't understand where all of a sudden they have the biggest axe in the forest and they're looking to chop down Redwoods when they just learn how to swing. So there, there are other teams that I think have bigger – quarterback problems but then again the, the talent pipeline has never been more fruitful with people I mean we, we've seen the early success from Justin Herbert winning the offensive rookie uh, player of the year although it should have probably been Justin Jefferson Joe Burrow has been amazing this season I think Cincinnati's probably the the not just the darkest horse I mean they won the freak in the division and so I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of his and just how that how we judge young players and their much shorter result lines versus the Kirk Cousins of the world versus the Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers, the the Ryan Tannehills. Because when you're older, you're expected to do different things as a leader, and, and in many ways, and your ears more. get your ears get colder. There's too. that too, Dasko. Yeah. But then I, maybe you don't live with this as, as many sins on your sleeve of of your team. Oh, so you were asking me about Tom Brady? Should mm-hmm. he take some accountability? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes, he's not fought. accountability. No, I don't know come if I, on. that's what I'm. I'm no, that's he definitely for. he should be held accountable. I mean, he's the one. Well, that, he's the one that that's kept him on that team yeah. after the vaccination stats and all that other stuff. He tried I was to help merely, him keep his shirt on yesterday, right? Like, well, mean, it was Evans, wasn't it? Brady was probably well, wasn't I, he on the I field? Don't know what Brady was doing. Who, yeah. regardless, it just whenever you have somebody walking off on their team midway through a game, not a good situation, let alone actively. And so, I, I just think we're quick to say. He is actively being selfish and consciously making this decision to put on a spectacle, which could be true at some degree. It probably is. But the thing is, we know about his history with head trauma. We knew that he got hit right before that play happened. He got hit right Everybody before that play. Everybody was referencing yeah. that Vonta, the, the other hit that he had t- taken the years perfect, ago. Yeah, and, the perfect and, hit. Yeah. And, uh, in addition to the person who also quit at halftime, too. It's it's a weird kind of irony there. But then we forget about, like, the tiny little micro hits that you start when you start playing football at a young age. Yeah, like, all this adds yesterday. up. He came off the field. He's a volatile personality. Right. And so shook some things up upstairs, maybe. I don't know. I am not an apologist for Antonio Brown in any way, shape, or form. But I just want to, I think what the ultimate message here is that when people are quick to judge and quick to paint something as a joke, it says more about you than the, than the person that you're talking about. Cause you're automatically just saying, well, this person is clearly acting this way because they are this type of person when it could be for a completely different reason entirely. It could be insidious or not. It could be subconscious or not. Our behaviors don't always reflect what is actively going on with us. And that's a very gray area to wade into, especially with a lot of the topics that we brush up here on the playmakers. But we have to because they start with quarterback leadership and all of a sudden we're we're starting to talk about, well, are people's actions and behaviors truly indicative of who they are as a person? And that's the world of sports and that's the world that we live in and that's the entertainment we are here to provide for you now until 5 p.m. But we got breaks to fit in between now and then. Let's get to one of those before getting into Team USA and who we're sending to Beijing. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. I'm at the end of a window, Dasco. A very important window. It's called the window of my youth. Uh, It's closing very quickly. Very, very quickly. When did you kind of start considering yourself as an older person? What age? Uh, 
the start of uh, 2021. Sure. Everybody has their own realization period. And I know there's plenty of people probably yelling at the Raiders thinking, Lindsay, you're 29. How dare you say this youth is all a mindset? And I agree with you. But here's the thing. The Olympics are happening next month. Do you really month. think you're going to be old? If, when well, you, I'm just saying it, not everybody 30? considers like 90 old. I mean, like, did, we, did anybody 90. truly think Betty White was old? I mean, she, she passed away this past week, but she was probably the most young at heart people that uh, many of us had ever seen. And, you know, we haven't met that many people that had lasted as long as she had. But the Olympics are next month. The NHL is not going. And we are so sad. But not that sad, Dasko, because guess what? We got women's hockey to worry about. And we are sending the best and the brightest from Team USA. And that whole roster was announced during the Winter Classic, which was held in Minnesota. Minnesota versus Blues. It was a really crappy game. But, of course, we did it up. We did it up and in terms of the And the uniforms were just disgusting. Yeah. The, oh, yes. Agreed. I was completely off that bandwagon the day they announced those. The mustard those. pants. They what? should have worn the reverse retros. That makes more sense because it's they're trying to do the throwback yeah. kind of look. I, I, I wouldn't wear them all the time. Some teams do, but I'm not a huge fan. But here's the thing about the Olympics and about the women's tournament. This is probably the last Olympics where there will be people participating that I have not only coached, but have played with myself because I'm starting to get up there in the years where I wouldn't be considered for the Olympic team anymore. The, the letter got lost in the mail again this year, unfortunately. So, so I will not be going to uh, Beijing to go play net. But a good thing is that Maddie Rooney, who was in the nets to win that gold medal in Pyeongchang just a few years ago, she's back on it. Alex Cavallini is. And so is Nicole Hensley. Complete return from the goaltending room. Uh, from that Pyeongchang roster that they were able to secure their first gold medal since 98 with, uh, among other names that we're going to get into. Because like I said, there, it's not every day when you have so many people that I know. Like I, I'm, Do you I, know I, Hillary Knight? Oh, I've had her score on me before at Asco. She's not very fun to play against, let no. me tell you. This is her fourth Olympics? Yes, is yes. It really? Between her and, I mean, like Megan Dugan just retired. Like she was always kind of with with them. She was the captain of the team for, for so many years. She finally retired. And that, that, that gold medal team that we just had four years ago was the last gasp for a lot of people. It was a it was a very veteran group and we see a little bit more of an infusion in this in this uh roster for this time around that's going to Beijing. But there's still fifteen people that have a Olympic experience, including uh Hillary Knight. I'll just read off those those names and I'll say if I'm friends with them or not, because that's what really matters is me. Kayla Barnes don't know her. Homie. I'm sure she's great. That's your homie? No, I oh, just... okay. <laughs> Megan Bozak, hell of a clapper from the point uh defenseman out of the University of Minnesota. She took an Olympic break and then like came back but uh, she'll be uh, on that blue line. Hannah Brandt, who I've known for years, has scored many goals on me, was the next-door next neighbor to my aunt and uncle growing up. Uh, she's going to be returning to the team. Danny Camernese, uh, also of Minnesota Ilk, played for Benilde St. Margaret's. We hate them. They are our conference rivals. We do not like them, but we really like Danny because she's a nice person and she's very fast skater. Not as fast as Kendall Coyne Schofield, who we're all really familiar with on the of national course. level, but still pretty damn good. Her, Bozak, uh, as I mentioned, Hannah Brandt. Uh, Kendall Coyne made, Kendall it, made Co- the team. Yeah. yeah, well, I just mentioned her. Amanda Kessel, Kelly Panic. All those numbers, Kessel. or all those names, went to the University of Minnesota and played for the Golden Gophers and definitely lit me up during summer skate. So all of this confidence that they're walking into the Olympics with, I'm not it's saying result, it's because it's, of me. Yeah, it's as a result. But I'm not of saying I didn't contribute. Goaltending? I not saying I didn't contribute. Okay, so Amanda Kessel. Okay. Well, I'm not even through all my friends well, I just yet. But you want to talk well, about Amanda Kessel? No, she, I just want to talk about her brother. He's having a why? baby. He's Good for a him. He was on Phil, Instagram. Phil's got his own and thing. Phil, this isn't Phil's Phil time, Dasko. has a very nice, beautiful Dasko, woman. this is the problem. Did I don't, not expect that. I'm going to swear. Stop it. 
I care about Amanda Castle. Phil gets all of the rest of his hot dog time to himself. Amanda, however, scores in the shootout and wins gold medals in big time moments. She's awesome. That's what she does. Yes. I don't know how she plays with her ponytail up in her helmet. She's done it since her time at Shattuck St. Mary's. I remember playing against her in juniors when I was in the Minnesota Thoroughbreds. They were such a good team. I was like, is her hair short? I couldn't tell. Maybe she sizes up a bucket or two. Regardless, some of the best hands really knows how to use her body leverage. Uh, and and like I said, there's a reason why they put her out in the shootout, and she was successful along with uh, the Lamaru twins, who are not on this roster. They have retired. They retired. But in their stead. I didn't know that. In I their didn't stead. Know that. Here's I didn't, the, here's the I bit. missed that one when I looked at the roster. I, I, we've talked one? about we've talked about Danny. We've talked about Hannah Brandt. I mean, Lee Steckline, who's probably the longest tenured player on this team besides Megan Bozak, who's number two, the defenseman. I know her really well. She uh, was on that roster, I think, in 2010 in Vancouver, uh, the, the youngest defenseman then. Not the most offensive-minded uh, gal, but uh, huge. Knows how to play her gap super well. The reach, you cannot get around her because she's damn near six feet tall, and so the, the twig is definitely long there. And just doesn't make mistakes. Does not make mistakes and will keep those pucks low. So she's shooting for rebounds. But specifically, one of the girls that I have coached, because like I said, it's a little bit of a, of a changing of the guard going from people that I've grown up and played with to people that I've coached. If you want you want somebody who's going to score a lot of goals in this tournament that if the tournament does go on. Grace Zumwinkle, number 13. She is a person to watch. Where are the I've coached her, twins though. Where they're are retired. They? They're having babies. Just like they're interested that maybe they're in the same Lamaze class as Phil Kessel and his gal pal. Have uh, a great you know time what? with them. Gotta, we don't care about people that Instagram. are actively on this squad because I'm talking about Grace Zumwinkle because that girl has the hardest shot that I've ever faced. I'm not joking. University of Minnesota? Of course she is, because that's where most of the high-end talent goes, especially when they're grown in the great state of Minnesota. She went to Breck, won Miss Hockey. Most of the players that go to the University of Minnesota do or may find their way on the, the Olympic roster because there's a reason. You're, you're, you're chosen from a young age and you develop, but she is going to be on this team for a very long time. She has the potential to be what Lee Steckline has been able to be on that blue line, which is a constant presence, and she's getting her first crack at the Olympics. She was an unbelievable performer. Uh, in the pre, I think it was either Four Nations or Worlds. I don't know. They've canceled tournaments every two seconds. So I don't know when the last time all of these gals played with one another besides like the Dream Gap Tour because women's hockey isn't exactly the most like brought together group right now. But when it comes to watching this tournament and specifically the rivalry between Team USA and Canada, this is going to be an unbelievable tournament. This is a great team. Team Canada is a very young group, was a young group a couple of years ago. They've had a lot of turnover, but they still have Rifu at Puyen and, and have so many big-time names that are itching as a silver medalist last time, including Natalie Spooner, who we've had on this show before, one of my former teammates at Ohio State, um, and, and hoping to get back on that gold medal grind because it always boils down between those two teams as long as Team USA doesn't mess it up in the medal rounds. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, so with the World Junior Championship, the under-18s. Uh, women's with that and men's. Being, well, women's. Uh, women's, we didn't even women. try to put on the tournament. The men's, right. we, tried, we tried, but then we canceled yeah, halfway exactly. through. So for two years in a row, yep. the story goes. Do you think that's going to affect things? juniors. Uh, well, how much does that affect or impact development of the Tons. younger players? I would, I would have to think a lot. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. Because you just think about. That's what you think about when you get up in the morning to go skate at five or when you're doing max out reps. That's uh, your goal. As a that's, yeah. that's what you're. And the thing is, too, like I said, for, you get anointed from years. a young age. I went through this development model myself. Like you start 
going to camps where they're starting to Man. to to single out players from. I think it starts when you're like 15 or 16, and there's five or six rounds, and you each get a, a certain number allotted by region. There's all these things that go into it. But regardless, these are the best and the brightest that we have at the senior level. And the people at the lower level, you're right. Their development model has been disrupted. Everybody's has. But at the very least, we could put the same tournaments on at the same time. So if there's any steam about bringing that boys tournament back and making sure that gets played, you sure as hell better bring a big-time kettle for the women's side, too, because it just doesn't make sense anymore. This is a world that that we live in. That was really bad. But you know who's good? This Team USA roster. And like I said, you watch out for number 13 in the clap bomb. It is something to watch. We have way more sports to get into, and we got to take a break to do that. We'll be right back. You found the Playmakers, only on 1140 Bet, Las Vegas. All right, Dasko, put your safety belt on because this is a very, very fast segment. We were really getting into it in terms of the Team USA names announced for the women's hockey team, but a blast from the past because I went home for the holiday back to Minnesota for a couple of weeks, and I was going through my book bin, and I found this scholastic book of world records that I definitely bought at a book fair, but it was published in 2001. Mike, it needs to be turned you on. You are more Minnesotan than ever before. Like, so you Thank went you. back home and you brought you brought back the accent in a major way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, did. absolutely. And okay. so I was just like, we'll close out the top of the first hour with a blast from the past, like just a random page. Did you know in the year 2001 that the fastest wins in the world were found on Mount found Washington? On no, New Mount Year's Washington. Eve. Well, that's true. But maybe that's changed because of the climate, which definitely hasn't, obviously. But that's why I wanted to kind of note because it was Mount Washington, even though the average wind speed at the, at the summit of Mount Washington is approximately 36 miles per hour, which is 58 kilometers if you're doing the conversion math, which I'm not. I'm just reading it. Uh, the whips at the top, the higher speeds, we're talking about like 231 miles per hour, 372 kilometers. And now you're like, well, of course, at the top of the mountain, how did the winds get so crazy here? I know we weren't approaching the 200s, maybe the 100s, but I think trees have to do a lot with it, right? Or arid places that are dry. That doesn't help. Did you open that book directly to that page? That's what I did. And I just That's read it. fascinating. Thank you. We'll do it again tomorrow. Hopefully with more time. But we have all our hours. So we'll be right back. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.